the Public News Service Daily Newscast, February the 22nd, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. The number of people with Affordable Care Act health coverage is on the rise, but many are not able to access the care they need to get and stay healthy. Adam Fox with the Colorado Consumer Health Initiative says the Biden administration has an opportunity to update the ACA's essential health benefits, services that almost all individual and small employer insurance plans across the country are required to cover. He says all Americans need access to fundamental services. Like dental, which is currently covered for children, but not adults. It should cover the full range of reproductive health services and perinatal and postpartum care for people who are giving birth, as well as hearing and vision benefits. Colorado has made some headway expanding benefits to address health care needs, including gender-affirming care and coverage for all people regardless of their immigration status. Some insurers providing coverage through the ACA have warned that expanding essential benefits will drive up insurance premiums and health care costs in general. I'm Eric Galatis. It has been more than 13 years since the Affordable Care Act established rules defining 10 categories of health services that most insurance policies must cover. Meantime, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley said Wednesday that frozen embryos created through in vitro fertilization are babies, siding with a recent Alabama Supreme Court decision that raised concerns among doctors and patients about the future of the procedure. Embryos, to me, are babies, Haley told NBC News, adding that she used artificial insemination to have her son, a different process than IVF that does not present the same complexities around creating embryos in a lab. NBC News notes that classifying embryos as children under state law raises significant questions about whether the practice used by families having trouble conceiving could continue in states like Alabama. A new report finds only one in three people with commercial health insurance and a mental health condition is able to find proper mental health care. Released by the mental health advocacy group Inseparable, the report finds significant barriers in Americans' ability to access and afford services for mental health and substance use disorders. Or co-author Dr. Benjamin Miller, a clinical psychiatrist, says one big concern is that overall, the nation continues to treat mental health as less important than other aspects of health. We've constructed these walls and artificial barriers around care, and it's become one of the most difficult things to see when you're in a crisis where you or your loved one need get the help that they need. Um, you have to work harder to get that help. It's almost like the cruelest irony in healthcare. Miller says the report features more than a dozen evidence-based solutions for state policymakers and it includes scorecards to illustrate each state's progress in adopting policies that make mental health care easier to find and pay for. I'm Mark Richardson. This is Public News Service. If Pennsylvania American Water gets its latest rate hike, our Daniel Smith reports more than 770,000 water and wastewater customers in 37 counties would be affected. For now, the Pennsylvania Public Utilities Commission has hit pause on the proposed water and sewer rate hike while it conducts its own investigation. Patrick Cicero with the Pennsylvania Office of Consumer Advocates say the increase would boost the company's total annual revenue for water services by $204 million. He says the company estimates about a 20% increase in water bills and not as much for sewer service customers. We anticipate that it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 20 20% on each side um, if they get what they want. It all depends on what the Public Utility Commission awards them, though. We don't think they're entitled to $204 million. We're requesting a much smaller rate increase um, than that. The PUC has until August 7th to make a final decision. 
Next, in Connecticut and across the country, mental health professionals are looking at ways to curb the suicide rate among veterans. Research shows a 95% increase in veteran suicides between 2001 and 2020, peaking in 2018. But in Connecticut, recent data is trending lower than previous years. Experts say social isolation in the COVID pandemic was responsible for some of the nationwide increase. But Dr. Joshua Bullock, a veterans affairs psychologist, finds difficult individual experiences can take their toll as well. Oftentimes, PTSD can kind of lead to sometimes a sense of alienation from others, difficulty kind of feeling safe in the world. So you can imagine sort of living day to day feels unsafe if one is perceiving threats or danger. Along with programs at area hospitals, Bullock points to psychosocial work as an important step in helping veterans adjust to life after deployment. Anyone in crisis or having suicidal thoughts can call 988, then press 1 for the Veterans Crisis Line. I'm Edwin J. Vieira. Finally, our Ross Brown lets us know that Texas is showing a flare for solar power generation. Positive assessments about Texas's solar potential come from analyst Dennis Wamstead at the Institute for Energy Economics and Financial Analysis. He says the state was an early adopter of wind energy, but didn't warm up to solar as quickly due to reliability concerns. That concern is being laid to rest after records were set this month when solar generated more than one-third of the company's power demands. It shows that renewables are reliable and renewables deliver when they're needed, and we can move to a cleaner grid. So everybody benefits. The environment benefits. The consumers in Texas benefit because it's cheaper to buy solar and wind power than it is to buy coal power. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Here are some radio stations, big and small. Your favorite podcast platform, find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.